Welcome to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. Strap in for some content, Palooza. Hey everybody, welcome back to Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe. I'm your host, Uncle Taylor. It's great to be here. Sunday, the 25th of September, 7.51pm on the fucking dot. This is how we do it. It's been an exciting week of uh, sporting and there's a lot to divulge into, especially for... Uh, for Uncle uh, Jesse as well. <laughs> Obviously, our team are out, so I want to hear Jesse's unbiased opinion when the uh, when the time does come for himself. But for the moment, welcome. I'm Taylor. You got Uncle Jacko and Uncle Jesse. Boys, good evening to you. What's going What's on? Going on, going on, boys. Been a bit of a fucking uh, manic old kind of week, as I was saying before. You know, in regards to the in regards to sports, but also Call of Duty's beta, which we are going to touch on a little bit soon. Um, now, our friend Nick, who is is unfortunately, it's kind of like for those who have watched Saturday Night Live, there's a skit called um, "What's Up with That," and it's got a uh, thing Keenan Thompson in it. And uh, the joke is Lindsay Buckingham consistently gets elapsed for time. He goes and sits at this show every fucking night and gets cut. Kind of hold a Matt Damon, uh, Jimmy Kimmel kind of thing. Yeah. Unfortunately. Nick is not going to be available tonight. Our friend Nick Rose and also Nick Dukwa, uh, our little emergency backup is unavailable as well. So tonight, so we're Nicholas tonight. We are Nicholas tonight. That is correctly, <laughs> yeah. correctly put, Jacko. I like that. Yeah. So sure. we don't have the boys free, but we are going to get them on very shortly, um, in the next couple of weeks to say good day and you know come and yeah. join us here Looking for the wild ride. That is, and Nick's little live performance. He's just moving houses at the moment. That's why he can't get on. And Nick Dukwa is uh, on a history call, but the boys are definitely in our thoughts. That's so they get slam dunk guaranteed. So, where do we begin? Where do you want to begin for this week? Oh, where do we start? Eh? There's a lot of shit where, to go where, where do we? First of all, how's how, how's how's everyone's week been? Yeah, yeah. Let Let's start. Let's start. How's the week been for you boys? Jacko, do you want to take this Jacko, one? kick off. Um, very uneventful for me. Had a couple of uh, Sydney trips for work and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Just been busy with work mainly. Um, enjoyed the Savo where I was able to take about two hours and actually sit down and do nothing, which was a, diff- a nice change for me. But, yeah, other than that, uneventful. Beautiful. That's good. Bad, That's, That's not good. bad. Nice start. Nice yeah. healthy start. Jesse, how about you, mate? Oh, mate, really just played the beta today, and obviously we'll get into that later. I watched fucking sport last night. Um, we watched that at my dad's house, my mum and dad's house. Um, means that we went over, and uh, my cousin's down and my auntie's down at the moment, so we said hi to them. We had a dinner with them and at mum's house, and we watched the football, and I left in a big rage last night. So <laughs> I can imagine. I saw the group chat. Yeah. Oh, fuck, mate. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so... Pretty much did that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. Other than that, pretty uneventful. Nah, good. That's about good. it. Yeah, good week. Good. Ah, good shit, man. Good shit. Same here. Got to be honest with you. Uneventful week. Had a three-day weekend because of the public holiday. Morning my own way, which was good. Which was just going over to the shops to Jackson. Um, that was about it. That was the highlight of the week. Did sweet fuck all. Played the beta. Streamed. Returned to streaming finally. Yeah. It's been two and a half months. And uh, got four subscriptions out of it, which is nice. Stream Definitely was, fucking, not... was fucking good the other night, actually. I actually 
I watched about an hour, hour and a half worth of it. I reckon. Thanks, it was man. Pretty good. It was pretty good. It was good to be. It was good to be back into it. You know, it's it's been you know a bit of a break. I mean, we all need to have a break every now and then, and yeah, um, it was good to have that minute that, that those months off and mm. just you know, I guess you could say also in a way rediscovering the passion to drive because going into it now, it's going to be buck wild for the oh, next yeah. three to four months. In terms of gaming content coming out, streaming content for me, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. So I don't I don't regret having my little off season, if you would. So it's it's gonna be buck wild, man. So that was exciting. I'm streaming tonight too. Obviously, this goes out later than what it does, but I look forward to that. You're gonna be there, which is great. Yeah, I will be. It'll be good, yeah. Which is bloody very good. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be uh very exciting. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. I don't know why then, Jacko. You looked like you're the Joker for a second for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I just went. Which which version? Black. Jared Jared Leto's or Heath Ledger? Heath. Or fucking, uh, Heath. Or what, what's, no, no. what's what's the other bloke's bloke's name? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, the man, That's it. the bull, revitalized the Joker. Yeah, fucking. He's Joker, baby. Oh, yeah. God. So let's get into it, boys. Let's talk. We'll let Jacko have his little chat here about uh, politics. Al really enjoys your commentary on politics, Jacko. Just a little friendly little shout out to you. He listens to every single episode and he knows I've shouted him out several times. Um, so thank you, Al, for your continued support, of course. And he does enjoy your little pol- political segment, even though we don't. He does. So that's uh, that's a big blessing it's to you. It's an acquired taste, I have to say. It's an acquired taste. Oh, it's very acquired. Yeah. It has to be very acquired, good sir. But fine wine. Like the finest fucking shivers regal you can find, mate. Absolutely. So Look, I'll get I'll get straight in if you're happy for me to do so. I mean I'm not happy, but yeah, it'll be it'll be sweet. It'll be it'll it'll be fine. No worries at all. So it's going to be a shorter segment because uh, not a lot's happened in the last week. Um, we had one session of uh, both the House of Reps and the Senate on Friday, and they were all motions of condolence for uh, the Queen um, on her passing. So we had every member of the, or almost every senator, and I think almost every member, I couldn't pick any members of the House of Reps that weren't there. Uh, with the Senate, I could only pick uh, at least one that I didn't see speaking, and that was Senator Lydia Thorpe, who is well known for when she was uh, sworn in as a senator for putting her hands up like that um, in sort of a fist, and she uh, called the uh, called the Queen because you have to swear allegiance to the Crown when you're becoming a senator. And basically when she did, she said she called her, what was it, the conquering uh, senator or the conquering uh, monarch or something like that, saying that she, you know, uh, tried to conquer Australia or something like that. And she was uh, told that she had to do it line for line and got into a bit of trouble for that. But, yeah, I didn't see her speaking in the Senate. Um, But, yeah, I saw almost every member of parliament that was there, every member spoke. Um, so the next uh, tomorrow is the next day of sitting. They've got four days of sitting um, where there it was meant to be last week where they were talking about the National Integrity Commission, uh, which has now been moved to tomorrow. So I'll have more on that next week uh, when we've got a full sitting week. But that's all for me this week. 
Nice and short and sharp and yeah, sweet, that's, Jacko. We that's like good, it. That's good, mate. That's good, mate. Good job. We, we like it. We like it a lot. I've got to be honest, though. I'm, I'm sure you're happy. Your uh, your your party leader is up there right now in Brisbane. He is. He is. What's he What's he doing, Jacko? Let's see. Let's see if Jacko really knows his Labor Party. What's he doing up there, Jacko, in Brisbane right now? I'm not sure what he's doing, but I did see a uh, a message on Twitter saying that he was flying out. To- uh, to Brisbane, but I didn't see exactly why. What is he doing up there? He's there right now supporting um, Australia's 11, the 13, sorry, in the Papua New Guinea match. He uh, just went okay. out there. Right. That was Papua New Guinea. He's a footy fan, yeah. That's which right, is great, yeah. which that is, is good, wonderful. Yeah. He's a South fan, mate. Yeah, he's a South he's fan. He's a South fan. I like yeah, him. Good on him. He, he aligns, he aligns <laughs> with the uh, with the strugglers, mate, because that's what you know notoriously Redfern might be resembled as. And, and <laughs> mate, he you're was... not wrong. You're not fucking wrong. I know. Wrong. <laughs> I know. I know, bro. I know. Oh. SSTID, baby. Bro, I used to go up there in those. Um, they used to have these South training day things, and I used to go up to Redfern. I'd never been there when I was when I was a kid, so I went up for the first time when I was like 11, 12 to go to those like you know fan South training. Training days, fuck me. Yeah, shithole. <laughs> oh yeah, hate it. Rough, I hate it. There, rough bro. as guts, bro. It's like near the CB. It's heaps close to the CBD, but it's just like this area that's real fucking shit. It's weird. Run eh? down, ragged. Yeah. But he is a, you know, he, he is a South fan, which is good. Mm. Good man, good man. Good. I'll pay it. I'll good definitely man. fucking pay it. Um, sweet. So yeah, he's up there, Jacko, and Peter Dutton's up there too. Oh yay. Yeah, he, he he's pretty oh. cool, mate. He's, he's cool, cool, dude. I, he's I don't, cool I don't mind him. I don't <laughs> mind him. You know, these liberals, these blues, mate, they're the ones you want, right? You're a liberal, right? Not at all. No. Not I at bleed all. Bleed red. Oh, man. <laughs> bleed oh, red. Oh, oh, he bleeds red. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh damn. He's uh, he, he's feisty. Oh, little, <laughs> little feisty little tumpy. <laughs> yeah. One of those oh. ones. No, that was cool, mate. Red. His eyebrows hated him. <laughs> I don't know if Please, you can see we it. can't. We, no, no. All I'm saying is just you advertising your channel. Oh, really? Damn it! Really? Nah, that's all right. What? What? What is that? Uh, let me see if I can the take scales this. of a crocodile that Peter Dutton bashed. There it is. <laughs> official yeah. minute book. Yeah, it's a Labor Party official minute book. Looks like a high school yearbook. <laughs> looks like the cover of a high school yearbook. It does look <laughs> a bit like that, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does look a bit like that. Yeah. God, yeah, so oh I got two of them. One's the uh, attendance book, and the other one's a minute book. So, uh, but attendance. the but the attendance book is blue. It's not red. <laughs> is uh, Lucy Wicks there yet? Lucy's liberal. Oh, is she? Yeah, Lucy's liberal. She. Uh, oh, it was ironic actually because the day after election day. Um, she sold her place here and moved straight back to Sydney. So it just proved that she wasn't really from the Robertson electorate after all. It's the the day after election day where she lost the election, she moved. So that's a shame. I liked Lucy. She was not that bad. No, I didn't. She did nothing for, she did nothing for Robertson. She always voted for us, bro. I, I think she did all right. No, she didn't actually. So I, we did an analysis actually, um, myself and a couple of uh, Labor colleagues, um, out of, and I could get this number wrong, but I, I definitely know how many were about the electorate. So I even went as far as to say, all right, Rob, uh, either the Robertson electorate or the Central Coast. If she mentions those, I'll count it as a point. 
Um, she scored six points out of 1,000, uh, well, sorry, no, it was 860-something questions that she's asked in the chamber. Six of them were either about the Central Coast or about the Robertson electorate. The rest of them are what's known as Dorothy Dix questions, which are essentially questions that the ministers have written themselves and they give them to members to ask so that they can explain their policies. So, for example, uh, Minister for Employment might give a question to a member and they will use it as their own. So when a uh, speaker gets up, uh, when a, a member gets up, they, you don't really know if they're asking a question that they've, they themselves have asked or mm. ones that ministers have asked. The only way you'll know if they've written it is if it relates either to their region or to their electorate. So that's oh, where nice. you know it's not actually written by a minister and it's their own question. So right. Be, so yeah. in conclusion, she's a she's a phony, a big fat phony. <laughs> she's a big yes. fat phony. Yeah. But you know what? Six more times than I think the Labor candidate for our area has done more. So thank you, Lucy, for all the work you've done. Well, he's only asked uh, two you, questions in question time so far since he's been elected. He's asked two questions, and both of them have been about the area. So he's got that's pretty good two, stats so that's, far. Four questions less, my friend. Four questions less. So he's got to pull his pants up a little bit. He's on 100% Jacko. when it comes to the ratings. 100%. No, 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 of course. Good stuff. Thank you, Jacko. Thank you. And that nice little nose pimple you got as well, boss. I've had that for years. I don't know what, what it's from, but I've had it's that for years. Pro- it's prominent now, big fella. It's a blackhead, I think. Oh, oh, right. blackheads, okay. the, the, wife, the wife will love it. There's nothing to worry about. I've got plenty of them. You see my face, it's all fucked up. Exactly. I mean, if it wasn't that 1945 Civil War era <laughs> camera that you have, I'd be able to tell it's the definition. A, oh, yeah, you'd be able to tell every single fucking thing <laughs> that you could fucking pop on my fucking head right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a webcam here, bro, if you want to borrow it. I'm not using it. Yeah, yeah, could, that, that'd be fucking helpful for the podcast for sure. This yeah, fucking, of course. This old piece of shit right here. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be good. Nah, that's fine, brother. No worries, Jacko. Thank you, mate. We appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. That was good. So, a good conversation. Let's dive straight into it. Dick first into the arsehole aspect of rugby league this past week. So, Parramatta obviously beating uh, North Queensland, yeah. which I don't yeah. think many <laughs> people predicted. Twenty four twenty. What a now, game! Now, now, I'm I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure on the last podcast we did, I don't know if it was the exact score or if it was close. I'm pretty sure I predicted Parramatta 22-20, I think. I'm not sure. Jacko, you edited it. Did, did you remember that? Did um, I, predict it? I I remember you saying uh, you got – I remember when I looked back over it, you got one of the scores right. And I think yeah, you, was, said, you might have said 18-22 or something like that. So yeah, because I – close. Yeah, I know I have you to got go very look, close. Because I know I said 2022. I'll for try one and of them. find it. I know it was like 2022 for one of them. I think it might have been the first game. I'm not sure though. Because I think, yeah, who knows? But I was like thinking, I was watching the game and I was like, fuck, I might actually predict this. Like it's yeah. a fucking close game. But yeah. It's sort of inverted for the AFL. So, I mean, I didn't actually, I didn't get it right at all. I said that there was going to be a 100 point difference yeah uh, and there was an 80 point difference the only problem was it was the cats that won instead of the swans yeah. which i predicted <laughs> so can't win them all <laughs> yeah that was a wipeout that was that was yeah 
while Taylor's looking through. He's looking through the uh, former podcast. <laughs> yeah, to, I'm just trying to, to find this here. So, yeah. Give us your take on the game, Jess, while I'm looking. Well, fuck. I, I mean, very close, very close game. You know, very back and forth. Here we go. Hang you find on. It, yeah? Maybe 18-16. 18-16. So the par- was that for the Parramatta one? The Panthers. Um, I'm going to say 1824. Hang on. This one for the I think that's for the Panthers game. This is the Panthers game, that one. Oh, I'll stand out here. I think Panthers will definitely win. Sports use code is uh, Geelong Cats. Hang on. Yeah, fuck. I, I think I've jumped a gun a bit. Sorry. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I found it. Hang on. Pretty sure we spoke about the Eels first, and then we yeah. went to the Panthers, and then went to the AFL. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. You're right. Jack so close. Jesse said twenty twenty two. Two points in it, mate. Two, two points, points in, in it. it. And I was like, like sitting there watching it, and I was like, it was, I think it was like twenty to twelve or something, and then they just scored, and I was like, fuck. If they just score another one here and don't convert it, that's the predicted score. But they, I think they converted it. And it was 24 20, 20, so fuck, that was close. Imagine yeah, fuck. Game was good, fuck. though. I enjoyed that game. Game was great, game, dude. Was I good. mean, let's be honest, though. The fucking Ford pass was the ultimate deciding call. And the, yeah. And in the thing the is, the, the bunker can't actually rule on that. They can't rule on those forward passes after the call's been made. So Which I've got to be touchies. honest with you. Yeah. yeah, go on, sorry. You go, you yeah, go. it was the touchy's fucking job to rule on that. I'm not going to blame the ref because you look at it this way. The ref can only see facing forward and the ref is in the defensive line. So he can't really call on that if, if you, well, he can, but it, it's so, it's going to look like a flat ball no matter what. But the touchy's like right on the side and he, he literally threw the ball backwards out of his hand facing his own goal. Yeah, and that was the first <laughs> try. I, th- I think... I don't know why we can't rule on a forward pass in rugby, yeah. in rugby league. I mean, um, soccer do it. Soccer's a yeah. global sport, and they rule on forward passes. Even if your hand is offside, in some stupid cases, they call it an offside. I yeah. just don't understand how we can't deem it a forward pass if uh, they go back to the tape and look at it. Because it, it really has, in this case, it has robbed North Queensland because they would not have scored That's the and difference, they would have went yeah. the extra time and who knows what would have happened. And that it's was these the small things. Yeah, it was the a difference. difference. in the game and, and, you know, with all the technology you got and the fact that they can... This is what I don't understand is how, the, how there's a rule in place that I only got introduced, I think it was last year, that with the bunker, if a referee points to the spot on a try, if the bunker finds something, the bunker's got to review the try, and then they can go back on it. But you can't do that with a forward pass. Like, it's just, it just doesn't don't. make sense. It doesn't, doesn't make, make sense, sense dude. Yeah. There's a it lot of weird things, a lot of weird things within the rules that are just fucking, just weird, man. I don't know. I'm finding out new things every, every fucking, every day with the rules and rugby league and some things that have been introduced and other things that have been taken out. And you think, Oh, this used to be a rule, but it's not anymore. Fuck. Like, yeah, I just don't understand. Do. I just, I just can't comprehend it that they can't, but more so the touchy. I just don't know how he <laughs> doesn't recognize it. That's what I think upsets you more. Got one job. A, that's it. Yeah. One, one job. job. <laughs> Fuck man. Anyway, yeah. Well, uh, good game though. Good game. Parramatta well deserved, I reckon. So good game. Definitely well deserved. You know, now we fast forward to uh 
your fun one there, Jesse. Yeah. Panthers played the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs looked good for 30 minutes. Yeah, for played about 30, like, 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah, about 35 minutes. Looked like they played to a fucking tee, knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, I want to cry. And I then let two tries cry, in bro. to go 12 all up <sighs> at halftime. And then let what? Uh, well, in the end, I think they let what thirty-two or thirty-six points yeah. unanswered. Thirty-two, yeah, thirty-two. <sighs> so, give us your unfiltered, unbiased opinion here, Jesse. As a as a Rabbitohs fan, what's your opinion? What's your thought? All right. Well, as a fan, fuck you, Panthers. Fuck you, Penrith, <laughs> and all your fans. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> nah, but in reality, um, they. No, yeah, they played better than us, really. They came out in the second half and just fucking belted us. I mean, it was a different game in that second half. The first 35 minutes, we played the perfect half, and I think I fucking jinxed the team because I'm sitting there. I'm with my dad. It's about 34 minutes in. It's 12-0, and um, I say to dad, fuck, we've played the perfect half. We played the perfect half, and then within six fucking minutes, two unanswered tries, that one To'o try intercept on half time, and I'm like, oh, and fuck, that was man. unreal. That try was fucking unreal. Yeah, it was. It was. And you know what? Our defenders, all you know, simple ankle tap, bro. Come on. Simple fucking ankle tap would have done the yeah. job, but whatever. Um, Second half, bro. We just... Compare the first 35 minutes in that first half to the second half performance. Really, it's a different team. Went to sleep. Um, Latrell fucking Mitchell, bro, is so overrated. I mean, I fucking like... When he plays well, he does good things, but he's so fucking overrated, and he's the laziest fucking fullback I've ever seen. I mean, you look at all these fullbacks like Dylan Edwards and fucking and, uh, James Tedesco, they're fucking always running the ball, making around 200 metres per game, looking dangerous every time they get the ball. Latrell, who just sits in the back line and waits for a fucking opening, and that's it. That's all. He, and then all the passes he was throwing. Like, all these... Did you notice all the fucking no-look passes he was throwing? When the yeah. Panthers defence, they're always up in the defensive line. They're always trying to cut off your edges, and he's throwing these fucking cut-out passes, putting our wingers, centres under pressure. This is fucking... Yeah. Dude, and, I said, it, I, I said it a while ago. I said it a while ago. He is... Overhyped. He is he's overhyped as a fullback. He's on a shitload of money and he's overhyped. He's not worth in my eyes, he's not worth all that money. No. Because, you know, I, I read an article today, they're really calling into question his actual physical fitness for the game, but also for his role. I think they're right to question it because right now, I mean he's on what, eight hundred grand? Yeah, something like that. Nine hundred grand. I'm not, exactly, I'm not exactly sure. Something retarded, but he 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 always looks unfit, doesn't he? And he doesn't always run a lot unfit, for meters. Bro. He's not. He doesn't run the ball a lot for meters. Usually, when he gets it off the the back of a kick, he chucks it to the wingers. Um, but if you want to talk about good players on our team, talk about so there's two players in particular. You got to talk about Cam Murray, easily our best player, and then. Underrated player, in my opinion, I think is Campbell Graham on the edges. I mean, those are our two best players, and no one fucking, no one really talks about them. There's always about fucking the drill. Um, one thing I do want to talk about though that I think is fucking bullshit. I'm gonna call it yeah. up now. Now, the send the send off. I that that's uh, that was bad. Should have been should should have been sent off. Should have been sent off. Yeah, should have been sent off. In my opinion, should have been sent off. That was a fucking lazy arm whacked him. 
off a try send off and, and jump mate he jumped out of the fucking off the ground oh, yeah. to hit him oh it was yeah stupid oh yeah but i find it weird how you can send that player off but when kick out comes in over a fucking player who's get who's like pretty much tackled and comes in with a swinging arm and whacks campbell graham i don't see how that isn't at least a sin bin and then kick out hit high about three fucking times in that game three to, like at least three times he kick out hit high i mean how many how many times are you going to fucking hit high before you get sent off really like come on like fucking if that was tom burgess which he, he, that's it he's done it would have been done he would have been fucking sent off and he get and then uh what's his name kick out fucking just gets a he gets uh what let off now he's grand. in the grand final he can play Three he's allowed to final. play the grand f- it's bullshit he's allowed to play in the grand final did you see that shoulder charge I his did. fucking his arms were like in. He tucked his own arms into his own fucking body and lent him with the shoulder. Bruh, come and on. He had, he was, had prize as well. That's the thing. Like he had prize for a, a shoulder charge against us. Actually, round nineteen. Yeah. And you know what? It's I hate to fucking say it, but when it comes to the judiciary and all that shit, Penrith is so fucking protected. So oh, of course they Let's are. Protect it's fucking, it's a rot and a half. And I was so angry last night. It's, the funny thing was, I was, wasn't even upset that we lost the game. I went in expecting to lose the fucking game. I was more upset at the inconsistency within some of the calls. The fact that they had been hitting us high all night. And then we got one, like one high hit and then boom, instant send off. It's like, fuck man, come on. Now I, I, r- r- I, is this an unbiased opinion here? Is this a biased no, that is, opinion? Mate, mate, no, 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 that's unbiased because I, I don't care about us losing that <laughs> fucking game. Honestly, if that was any other team, I'd say the same thing. And I've said that with other teams as well. There's no consistency with these fucking calls, man. Like really, like what the fuck is that? I mean, if you really look at the facts, man, like, like he came in with the arm, yeah, send off. But what about Luai does the same fucking thing and he doesn't get sent off? I mean, was, was it a, was it a was it a jumping? Wasn't no, jumping. Was like, the play it was you could argue was just as bad. Player was fucking on the ground, bro. <laughs> Player yeah. was just about on the ground and he comes in and whacks him. I mean, that's just as bad as jumping up and whacking a cut as well. Really? Oh yeah, I I, I still think. I mean, again, unbiased here. And I promise you, because I hate Penrith. It, it it deserved a call or a send off, even if or if without the inconsistencies, all oh, consistencies definitely. with the game oh, last definitely. night. Regardless, definitely. even if Luai did do that swinging arm, I still oh. think regardless, your bloke deserved to go because oh, that I, was. I believe that. I, 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 I was watching that live on the second monitor, so this monitor here, and I'm playing my game. So I'm playing my game, fucking you know, blah blah blah, and I look over and I went. Oh fuck, he's in trouble there. I don't know why I thought it was the troll at first, because again, yeah, I wasn't really. Once you guys sad. started getting slammed, I went here. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> I don't watch too much of this. And yeah. then when I looked over and, and saw that it was your number three. Yeah, now a winger. Well, we are. Your, your winger, yeah. one of your wingers, and he's got prior offences too. So really, oh like, honestly, mate, he's gonna yeah. get look four or five weeks minimum. He got six weeks for next season, I think. But six weeks. The, there you the go. thing is, the thing is, I I, I agree with you. I, that's a send off every day of the week and you know it should have been said as soon as I, as soon as i saw it i'm like that's a send-off that's the first thing i said i was like that he's getting sent and i i've got no yeah. problem with that I, it's more it's more the fact that earlier plays in the game weren't called properly in regards to shit like that similar things that had happened to us prior that hadn't been called on i'm not mad with the call that got put on him he should have been sent off 100 that's yeah. fucking filthy filthy as shit and he needs to control himself because he's done it in the past. But 
It's more just the prior things that didn't happen that I was pissed off about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll be keen to see what you know NRL 360 make of it. They're the only ones I really trust right now with sporting mm. that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they think. Um, but at least also yesterday, touching on it very briefly, because I know Al will love it, Geelong beat Sydney Swans. Absolutely butchered them, if I'm honest with you. At, at first quarter time, I think it was 40-something to six. Mm. Now, I know you don't watch AFL in any way, shape, or form, Jesse. I watched it, actually. <laughs> you, you watched the grand final? Yeah, because I was at Mum's, because I rocked up to Mum's early, and um, the grand final was on, so I just watched it. What did you think of the game? Oh, bro. For someone, because I, I, know, I know you don't watch it whatsoever, <laughs> and I don't too. Well, I know it was a fucking walloping. I could tell that by the scoreline. Yeah, um, 133 to 52. To be honest, I don't. since I don't watch a lot of AFL, half the time I don't really know what the fuck's going on. All I see is fumbled balls and people trying to grab each other's dicks. But really, it's just, uh, I don't know. They're, they're good athletes, that's all I can say. Respect them for their fitness, mate. All they do 100%. is run. They're all fucking all they lean, lean and mean. Oh, hell yeah. But the fact that the game was pretty much over by first quarter time, it's pretty pretty upsetting. Jacko, what's your thoughts on the bloodbath? Yeah, well, I mean, I was, uh, as a uh, Sydney Swan supporter back in the day, I used to play for the Swans, uh, the, the Peninsula Swans, that is, but, of course, they're one of the uh, Sydney Swans feeder teams um, and also played on the uh, halftime show when they were at the uh, SCG when I was young, when I was younger. Um but you know, I have to say the uh, Geelong Cats definitely deserve the win. They were this—they were the strongest team. They were playing really, really well, so they 100% deserved it. Um, but of course, you know, as a supporter, it is of course always disappointing. But you know, at the end, they deserve the win, so they got it. What do you think about their? Um, I'm not sure if you've seen on news. Uh, their their attacking forward. I think it's their their front forward. FF had their pants pulled down and their penis was exposed live on TV. What do you think about that? I didn't actually hear about that or know anything oh, about really? that. No, Jesse. What did you think of it? I did. I can't. I, I didn't watch the whole game to be honest. I watched the half half the game and I wasn't yeah, paying fully attention. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's a bit average. Bit average I mean, he's bigger than that? me. <laughs> he's been a bit bigger than me. That's why I'm, no, it didn't happen. I just want to see if uh, YouTube bullshit. <laughs> yeah, who's horse? Nay, nay. Uh, ride me like a horse. Okay. Um, well, no, before look, we yeah. move off the um, the topic of sports, I have a question for you both um, in relation yeah. to NRL referees. Um, so as uh, you know, as an outsider, um, we, only, we only have we only have five minutes here, so. <laughs> Well, it'll be quick. As an outsider looking in, um, I've noticed, you know, quite often with, uh, in particular, the state of origin, where, uh, you know, one game they'll favour, for example, first game one, they might favour Queensland, game two, they might favour New South Wales in order to try and get that decider for game three. You know, do you think that there is, in some games, that there are often uh, refs who are favouring a particular team? Not really, to be honest. I mean, yeah. a lot of people say that shit. Uh, and I could easily say that, but I don't. Nah, nah not really. Because in, in reality, they're, they're professionals. They pick the best that they can to do the job, and they go out there and they try and be as as um, unbiased as they can. And you know what's not? Refs aren't always going to make the best fucking calls. They're only human. You know, you're not going to see everything that fucking goes on in the bunkers. You know, it's shit like that happens all the time. Like bad calls happen all the time, and it might seem like oh. 
certain amount of calls are going in a certain way to a one team, but it's just how it goes sometimes. You know, sometimes players, uh, sometimes teams aren't really that disciplined on the day and they give up a lot of penalties. It just happens. And some penalties don't look like they could be penalties and vice versa. I mean, it's just how it goes. I don't think there's any any bias there, to be honest. I think I think there's there's always going to be a bad call. There's always going to be a great call too. So for every for every five really good calls, there's one or two shit ones that don't deserve that deserve that to take the spotlight away from the spectacle. And that happened on Friday night with with the game. So my opinion, um, my armchair referee opinion, I feel like the refs do a very good job from what they do. They're coached as well. The co- the coach the re- the referees are coached by a by a, a former uh, referee. They all sit on a tribunal, a panel, and organize it all. So I have yeah. no doubt in my head that what they're doing in the game right now is correct. What they're doing, and the best thing they did was relieve it back to one referee. Is what the, the other thing they also did really well is sending it up as a try or a no try if they have to. So, but like you know, they go beep and then they review. I think that's one of the best things they've done. The game continues to flow. If the bunker says, "Hey, mate, we found something." then I can stop and evaluate and take a couple seconds to explain what has happened. I think that's a really good decision. Instead of sending everything up, um, and then just so you can back this up, every single fucking try as a video referee. Every single try. So for me, I much, much prefer to have the referees of this day and age than three, five years ago. Because I believe yeah. what the referees are right now, this is one of the better crops we've had in a very long time. Yeah, the reference used to be terrible. Follow up question I've got is, uh, do you all agree with the latest rule regarding captain's challenges? Do you think it belongs in the game? Yes. They trolled it in the New South Wales and the Queensland Cup. That's where it initially started taking off. And then I remember watching one game going, oh, that's a good idea, good little invention. You know, like I think if, if the captain doesn't agree with it, you only get one. You only get one per game. If you correct, you keep it. If you're wrong, you lose it. You forget about it. If you get a wrong call four minutes into an 80-minute game, it can ultimately determine if it's going to be um, a good decision to try and challenge it and lose it, or if something happens that's real touch and go, and because you've got no challenge left, you're fucked. I think it's a great little... um, yeah, thing into the into the league, absolutely. Are we talking about the um, captain's challenge as a whole? So captain challenge yeah. as a whole. So I like the idea behind the captain's challenge, and you know I think it should stay in there. Um, I just think there's certain interpretations of it that can be a bit fucked. Like some people can like there's some instances where it gets taken advantage of, and some things happen, and even if you're wrong, they retain their challenge. I, I don't exactly know what it is that when that it's happens. In- I know, I know what you're talking about. It's only if they make a try, they have a try, or sorry, they 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 try to dispute it, and it's proven that it was already like a referee's call inconclusive. Yeah, then they keep it. I believe yeah. that's right. Like inconclusive evidence to not allow a try. Yeah, or inconclusive evidence to not rule a knock on. Yeah, something like that. Well, there, there, I think there, that's a great thing still. But there was some other. It's something else I'm thinking of. There was another instance where a couple of times it actually got taken advantage of. I think, and it was I can't exa- I can't remember exactly. But for the most part, for the most part, I'm on board with it. For the most okay. part. No. Thanks. So uh, what we'll do now is uh, we'll take a short break and come back with part two. Hello. 
Welcome back to ATG videos. Yeah. Just vomited in my mouth a little bit. I uh I want you all to know that I uh have some rules for the live stream. Yeah. So in conclusion and cohesion, sorry, with my uh my friend FTG videos. There are a couple rules that I have for my channel. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So rule number one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. I don't know who that was. How dare they come and fucking interrupt us? Uh Uncle Taylor's back. Fucking ATG videos has broken into the fucking little studio here. I apologize. I actually looked like him for a second there. Jacko, <laughs> I, I want you, the first thing your priority list is to get me that little segment. I'm going to send it straight to the fucking Phil Dogs group chat because people need to see that. I need to get that fucking bit of you just going like, like that in fucking slow-mo or some shit. That we'll was, make it happen. Fucking hell, it's going to haunt my dreams forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. So, uh, welcome back. So, obviously, fuck Zoom and their fucking 40-minute time zone thing that they have here. So, we just start and stop again because we don't give a fuck here. And Uncle Taylor, nothing's cheap. So, we think, fuck ya. So, welcome back. We just talked about gaming. Uh, Not gaming. We just talked about fucking sport, didn't we? Yeah, talked and I want to say it. I want to say Jackson had two good questions there that I want to say that I want to say that was a good job to him. So good job, mate. That was really good. Good, good job, Jacko. Yes. Good help. It it proves you're listening and we like it. Yeah. We like it. September 25, subject Jake Jackson is listening and responding to questions. There so seems to be watching... there seems to be improvement. <laughs> Subject seems, subject seems to be improving. Subject seems to be improving. There's been this thing I've been watching, Jacko, called um, on gaming. So here we go into gaming. Um, it's SP, S, SCP, and it's like it's it's uh, fuck. I can't explain it. It's a game. It's had plenty of a plethora of updates as time has gone on, and they just make some really cooked um, uh, things. S, 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 fuck me. S CP Foundation. It's a secret organization in this game. Um, and it's fucking just really weird. I challenge you guys to look it up. You guys will be a little bit freaked out about some of the things. It's jump scare kind of material. Markiplier has played it, and that's where I got it from. But it's like all these really cooked beings. SCP Foundation, is that it? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> But it's part of a game. Special containment procedures. Oh, bro. It's fucked oh. up. It's good shit, though. <laughs> speaking of gaming, speaking of gaming, my friends and my family, what a week. What yes. a week for gaming it's been. Yes. Jackson, do you have anything to talk before we take over again? Well, I was going to talk about the uh, news that was over this week regarding uh, GTA 6 leaks. Yes, um, let's talk about yes. that. Let's yes. talk about that for a minute. Yes. So I saw there are a lot of things um, 
about that happened afterwards. A lot of people were saying that it was staged by Rockstar, saying that they were doing it to, you know, imp increase hype. And uh, then there was another person that said that they've used it as an excuse to delay uh, the release date so that they can work more on it, things like that. There are all these sorts of different conspiracy theories coming out. Um, there are also some people on Twitter that are saying I've sp that they've spoken to uh, the hackers or the uh, people or the ransom people who are uh, holding that information to ransom and things like that. Um, so it's, I mean, I'm just not really sure what to think of it at this point. Um, yeah. So I'll open it up to you guys, but I have really no idea whether it, whether it's true, whether it's not. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I don't really care, you know, like it's sort of worth mentioning um, yeah. in, in the podcast anyway, um, you know, but realistically, whether it happens or whether it doesn't, realistically, we're still going to get a game out of it, you know, whenever mm. they decide to release it. So That's I really right, don't yeah. know. And from what do you... the uh, yeah. from the details that Rockstar were talking about before all this info happened and all this, uh, you know, all this attack and hack stuff, uh, started coming out. Um, it's interesting that they're talking about having a. Um, it's sort of very similar to Vice City. Um, if if you guys remember playing that, mm, uh, yeah. which was one of my favorite GTA games. Um, it's good. Easily, it was a good yeah. one. It was a good one. Yeah, I love so Vice City. I think of having like a world similar to that. They're also talking about whether or not um, maps, uh, sort of map segments, will be added on as as the as you progress through the yeah. game. Well, it's supposed um, to be Vice City, isn't it? The, the... That's what that's what they're talking yeah, about now. Yeah, it sort of hasn't really yeah. been confirmed, but they're talking about that. It, okay. uh, I mean, sources are saying that it will be. Looks um, like, but Vice they haven't City. really. Yeah, they haven't really confirmed it. Yeah. I mean, look, well, I don't think it's staged because <laughs> why would you tarnish that? There's enough. Um, oh, excuse me. There's I enough mean, that... hype around the game. As it is, being that it's the first iteration and what... Oh, excuse me again. Hang on. <laughs> One sec. The Red Bull's making you gaffy. Um, Giving you wings, bro. Um, so what I really believe and how I look and think about the game um, is it's the first iteration in, what, nine, ten years since GTA V came out, yeah. especially the port from Xbox 360 to Xbox. Yeah. As far as I am concerned... There is enough hype for the last three years, two years maybe, of this game. I don't think that they would have intentionally done it to make more hype. They will take as long as they want to make this game perfect. There's no rush. There's no, we need this by the end of the month, otherwise you're fired. There's right, no bullshit yeah. like that. There's no end date head, on it. There's no, no end date. I, I just, what I hate in this modern world is all these leaks, all these rumors. It happens a lot in WWE and AEW wrestling, professional wrestling, where someone who's been really hyped up to come back, who's left the company, gone to another promotion, has now come back to another promotion. There's a lot of backstage, backstage dirt sheets in this kind of bullshit. So as a consumer, you read it and go, oh, get fucked. I know he's turning up next, next Monday night on Raw. And yeah. as much as I'm excited, I'm also like, ah, I wish I didn't know in some way. Yeah. Keep the hype up around it. So, yeah, GTA 6 is well in production. That's perfectly fine. The people, the person, the entity, the organization, whoever's leaked that this information, be it an ex-modder, some people saying it's an ex-modder, some persons are saying it's a really good data miner and a hacker, whoever has done it has only detrimented not only the fan base, 
but also has detrimented the company for releasing probably mm-hmm. not what pre 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 alpha looks like yeah stuff that's just your basic commands basic toggles basic shit exactly. there's nothing that's valuable enough to say wow we know it's this yeah okay there's a woman that you can shoot with that's happened is that something for maybe like a gta online expansion kit though who fucking knows? Yeah. This is the kind of shit we don't ultimately know. There's been rumors of a female antagonist. Mm. I know of that. But it's also just a bit disappointing that this shit has to happen and pop up onto our and our phones. And then the media and, and the world goes into a spin on TikTok. It's all um as much as it's hype, it is also it would be really, really fucking gutting to the people who spend most likely 10, 12 hour days, five, six days a week working on this. Yeah. I w- I feel more sorry for them 100%. than I do for the person that's going, wow, this sucks. I don't fucking like this. And that's how I feel about it. I would 100%. hate if something like this got out and I was working on it. Like if I was working on a project and you blokes leaked it, I'd be like, fuck you guys. So if it's an ex employee, that employee would be fucking sacked. That employee would be probably sued as well for damages. Yeah. Yeah, and and now this this hacker is doing this. I did read though. Someone posts as a hacker, asked for a hundred thousand bucks in crypto, <laughs> got yeah. it, gave him some fucking shit codes, and fucked off with the money. Which good on you, good on you, good on you. <laughs> that's that's dirty and that's good shit. But that's Uncle Taylor's two cents. I'll leave yeah. you boys to debate the rest. Well, I just find it fucking hilarious how like it came up, and I was like, my first thought was, nah, this isn't real. This is like some fake shit. You know, you see those fake, oh, this is the new gameplay of something and it's not really, it's never real. It's just like a mod or something. But it just kept popping up, kept popping up, kept popping up and it was fucking everywhere. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is probably real. And then Rockstar comes out with with the apology and all that sort of shit, like the formal apology. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this is real. Um, What I really find funny is how people are commenting on the way the game looks and how it supposedly looks bad when, like, motherfuckers are still working on this. There's no end release date. It's probably, like, pre-alpha fucking footage that you're seeing. And if you look at, like, GTA 5's pre-alpha footage, it looks as shit as the old GTAs on PS2. So it's like exactly. you're really you're judging pre-alpha footage that wasn't supposed to be out there that they're still fucking working on. Probably won't come out for another fucking good few years. Who knows when it's going to come out? But I just find it funny how people are oh, it looks like GTA 5. It's like, it's fucking not out yet, bro. Yeah. Fucking re- relax. With like, the advancements on. on technology in the gaming world, this kind of shit happens all the time. Yeah. So when you get something that's like, oh, wow, this looks, sham, wow, this looks awesome. Wow, I can't believe how nice this is. Or they go, Oh, excuse me. They go, oh, that's fucking dog shit. Yeah. Wait until they release skins. Wait until they release <laughs> texture updates. Wait until they do this and that. And exactly. only then the final product will be like, wow, this is fucking mint. Mm. That's my, again, my another another stupid opinion, but definitely agree with everything you have just said, Jess. Yeah. It's, just, I just, it's just fucking hilarious because it's all over TikTok. And with this new age of like the internet and shit, leaking is, of things is just becoming even more prominent. Like everything's getting fucking information about everything's everywhere now. Like, fuck. I remember, like, I'm a massive fucking Star Wars fan, right? And, every, and like when I was a kid, I'd go see the, I think it was the prequel movies were coming out and shit. And I went and saw those and all that. 
And then the new movies came out, the sequels, and then the very last one was coming out in 2019, and the fucking plot got leaked for that online about a couple of months before the movie came out, and it was accurate to a fucking T. And then this new new Star Wars show came out a couple of months ago, and the plot got fucking leaked for that again. So, like, just all this leaking and shit, it fucking ruins it for you, and it's hard to avoid it once it's out there because it gets spammed all over your socials everywhere. And because you fucking the, the algorithms of things know exactly what this type of shit that you're into it's just gonna fucking flood your feed and your fucking pages and all that sort of shit so there's no avoiding it so it really just fucking ruins it for everyone I fucking hate it man yeah but, it, it does it really does bro yeah it really fucking does that's my take on it so any take from you jacko yeah none for me i really i sort of said everything that i had anyway to say on that yeah i agree with everything you guys are saying as well beautiful beautiful all right modern warfare 2 beta now i copped enough text messages from yesterday (laughs) about this the last two days i think about 13 or 14 messages yeah so i'm gonna let jesse have the floor there's a reason why i didn't respond to the text messages because right. I want you to have this time tonight. Okay. Tell us how you feel. So, so Jesse, I, I knew this was coming. So I knew this was coming. Feel? I knew this was coming. So I, I played about about four hours of it today. Um, so I wrote down a pros and cons list to what I liked, what I didn't like. Got it here. What I'll list hey, out the before, pros before, uh, before you say it? What outweighs what? Does pros outweigh it or do cons outweigh it? I, mate, the cons <laughs> outweigh it. <laughs> for, for me. For me personally, the cons outweigh it. Now, if you someone enjoy, if people enjoy this game, I'm happy for them. I want to enjoy the game, but for me, the cons outweigh it. But first, I'll, I'll list the pros because there's some there's some pros that I really like about it. So for me, the pros are it's an improvement on the Modern Warfare 2019 like movement. I think the movement is really really smooth. It's a lot more fluid. Um, the gun fighting is really good. I really like the way it feels to get kills. It really, it just feels like a, an improvement on the gameplay. Um, the time to kill is actually faster in this game than it is in Modern Warfare 1, I read somewhere. It's actually slightly faster, and I actually like that. I hate the fucking long time to kills, so or it fucking drives me nuts. The graphics look really good, very improved. Looks, obviously, for the next gen, it would look even better. Um, I like the way it feels to kill people in this game. I don't know what it is. Like in Modern Warfare 2019, when you killed someone, it didn't really feel... A good like you know you know what it's like when you get like a satisfying kill and you get a fucking erection mm. um yeah so those are pretty much like my 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 pros um my cons now the first thing this is the biggest one that ruins it for me is that there's still prominent uh skill-based matchmaking and disbanding lobbies um yeah that, that's a big one need, need i fucking a lot of people re- need i say less really need i say more like really it's it fucking ruins it i mean like every it's designed in a way that you have a good game and then you get put into a fucking lobby with people who are way above your skill set. Like KDs are fucking off the, like in like the twos or whatever. And my KDs never get that fucking high in the twos, like consistently. But you, you, you're in a lobby full of sweats. In the old days, you would, you're just getting random lobbies with random people. No one's match based on skill. And you would just, if you were good, you stomped. If you were shit, you were shit. It's just how it was. It's caters a lot to these casual players who aren't very good at the game and it keeps them at those sort of lower levels and it doesn't really help them improve in my opinion. And it just, it's not as fun. Every game's a sweat fest. Mm. Um, 
And the second thing that I this I don't understand this part is the footsteps are too fucking loud, like ridiculously, yeah. ridiculously loud that you can sound tall without a fucking headset. Like I could sit there with fucking you know. Akina playing her fucking wiggles in the in the next room and you know Zoe fucking using the blender and I'd be fucking playing the game and I'd still be able to sound hall. Like it's and it, and it encourages the campy style of play because I mean really people have just I found that a lot of people were sitting there behind head glitch covers waiting to hear the footsteps and then and and it's just it just fucks it for me. No red dots on the minimap again. Like again, like this was like one of the biggest complaints from Modern Warfare 2019, along with the footsteps, and they didn't fucking bring. They're not bringing it back, and their their argument to it is all it affects certain players. And it's like, okay, what the casual player, like who doesn't really play and is very good at it. It's like, why change what isn't broken when the you could have the red dot in the minimap and not on the fucking whatever the compass or whatever. Just that ruins it as well for me. Um, the creator class unlock system i mean what do you think about that what do you think about the creator class because some people like it some people don't like it it's a bit weird this year it's a bit weird like i I don't get me wrong i don't mind it i think Mm. gunsmith's a really good update and i'm happy with gunsmith Mm. but with that said it is a bit bit weirder there's been like there was two times in the stream on friday night where i fucked my gun class twice and had to redo (laughs) it again and go fuck here we go (laughs) So that sucked. Yeah. That definitely sucked. Yeah. But I I, I like what it's like. I like the idea of it. Yeah. For me, it's, I mean, like the red, you can't unlock a red dot site until I I, I heard it's like level 30 after like leveling up other fucking assault rifle variants that you need to get. And in order to like, the thing is you start off with like the M4 and you haven't got any SMGs unlocked and you can't unlock SMGs until you level up that fucking M4 and its other variants to get a variant of an SMG. It's just, whereas before it used to be, oh, you have a fucking, you have your SMGs, you have your assault rifles, you can either unlock them, you can have, you have a base SMG, a base assault rifle, base sniper rifle, base fucking shotgun, base LMG. These days it's all, you got to unlock this variant for this variant now and it's just not, I just don't understand why the fuck you would change that. I don't think it makes it more fun. Just makes it more of a grind. Whereas it was yeah. already grind. Whereas the gunsmith was already fucking grindy as fuck as it is with every single variant under the fucking sun. Like you got like multiple red dot sites that serve the same fucking purpose. So really, I, I just think if you went back to the old creator class system, pick ten Black Ops fucking two, Black Ops two, pick ten. Perfect, perfect. You have a couple of attachment slots, a red dot. You can get a red dot, a grip side, or a fucking stock, or whatever. Um, pretty much, other than that, it's just like a lot of people are saying that a, a lot of things have come over from uh, the first Modern Warfare that they complained about into this game, and some some of it's actually worse in this game. Other than that, if I look at the game as a whole, how I like my enjoyment factor on it, I'm having fun with it. Not gonna lie, it's fun. It's new. That's probably why I'm having fun with it. Um, a fresh cod. Yeah. I always, I, I always like playing a fresh cod. You know me. I, I told you this. I, I told you this cod. for two, three fucking weeks, but, didn't I? But that's a big I just but. know. I know when I get it. Within two to three fucking weeks, I'm gonna be fucking angry all the time. It's like like when I play cod a lot, and it's it fucks me off, and I get sick of it. I'm an angry fucking person, bro. Oh, we know I'm that. Just, we know that. Um. I just know I'm going to get sick of it because it's 
if it does feel a lot like Modern Warfare 1. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It feels a lot like it just improved. Almost as if you were to give Modern Warfare 1 like a big update and like just a bit of a movement, like overhaul, like a bit of an updated movement system or whatever. That's how it kind I'm, of feels to me. Yeah. But yeah I'm happy uh, with it. I'm, I'm happy I'll, with it. Yeah. I'll see how it goes. And, you know, it's only the beta. I mean, so. Look, I didn't write down pretty much anything. I'm so glad you did. Because yeah. I could not remember half the things. The things I enjoy about the game is um obviously that that, that texture update looks nice. The gunfight is definitely an update. Definitely agree with that. Um the credit class is weird again. I think I prefer gunsmith a little bit more. Credit class is a little bit a little bit cooked at the moment, so hopefully they make some improvements before it goes out, like a day one patch. Um I enjoy the aspect of going back to what it was vanguard it was you get your kill points if i'm wrong if it's cold war or vanguard and you just get points up to your streak your kill streaks that is yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy having to do good at the game and, and be like yeah i prefer i prefer modern warfare 2's feel the yeah, gunplay sure. the gun battles the fights definitely um that feels good. I just seen that they put up Grand War, so 64 people playing. Ooh, okay. It, right, it wasn't right. there Friday night, so I'm keen on that. I'll have a crack right. at that too. Yeah, let's have a crack um, at that. So I, I'm happy with that. Um, I'm really enjoying the game. I'm really enjoying the game. That's good. And I'm I've work. already pre-ordered. I've already done my pre-order. I've already spent my money. $150 on the game. <laughs> Nice, bro. <laughs> That's all right, man. I, I I don't buy, I don't ever spend that money on games ever. Oh, it's so, cod, bro. It's cod. So, it's cod. Know, it's, That's it's what it. We, my, it's what we my, do. It's what we do. It's what we do. You know. So I've done that. So that's ready to rock and roll. Um. So I'm cool. I'm keen with that. Um. And and we, the pre-order, the Vault Edition, gives me all the attachments as well for the beta. Yeah. That's well, yeah, not that's all of them. One, majority eh? of them. Majority yeah, like of the red, should, dot, like the red dots and shit. I'm grinding dots. for that fucker. <laughs> yeah, bro. <sighs> I've got it, so I'm pretty happy with that. So yeah. for me, if That's I was to give it a, a, a te- if I was giving it a point system, I'd give it four out of five heart attacks. <laughs> four <laughs> out of five heart attacks. If I was to do it out of ten, I think I'd give it a six and a half out of ten. Oh fuck! That's low. That's that's yeah. pretty bad. That's no, hey, it's above, yeah, it's above, it's above average. Five being fucking average, six slightly above average. I said I didn't think it was a good game. I didn't, said it wasn't terrible, but I your say, words were meh. Yeah, which means mid, <laughs> mid meh. being five, mid. <laughs> fucking mid, mid being. When you five. play, when you play with your mates, your point will go up. It'll probably go up, yeah, but um, because we haven't played together yet in this. No, it, look, I played it, with, it's, I played it's with the blokes. This. About the experiences with your mates. It's the user experience for the whole. Oh. <laughs> so that's that, that's what we focus on here, Uncle Taylor. The user experience. Yeah. FTG, ATG. What do you think? I uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. I gave it a. Uh... <laughs> five out of five chromosomes. <laughs> Your glasses fogging up by doing that. Yeah. A shine on those I, I put I put the lens over my mouth hole. Uh, yeah. Up. No, good stuff. Good stuff. I like it. Very thorough, Jesse. Thank you for that. 
Yeah, I had to write um, it down. <laughs> Jacko, anything else on the gaming front for yourself, sir? No, I've got nothing actually. Um, I've come very unprepared for uh, gaming this week. Um, I have. I've, I'm. I'm actually wanting. I'll have this, you know, on notice for next uh, podcast. Um, but I'm actually looking to. There've been two new uh, DLCs come out for um, gas stations in that I'm wanting to try out, um, which is a party time DLC, which I haven't heard enough about to give comment on. Um, so I'm wanting to um, also sort of see how that's going. And I say it's a DLC. It's not really. It's more a general update. Um, but they've added a few more features to the game. So I, I want to be able to sort of play that before I give opinion on it. I know exactly what they've added, but I want to sort of be able to give an opinion on whether or not it's a good you thing. You want to reserve judgment. You want to reserve yeah, judgment. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. so I'll, uh, I'll, make, I'll do my best to play that during the week. And we'll have that ready for next podcast. Beautiful. Excellent. Now, just now, just to say before we say goodbye for the night, there will not be an, a podcast recorded next week because the grand finals on. So we will prioritize that. We might even do a Monday episode. Being a public holiday, we're all, we should all be off. So we might do a Monday night episode, Monday night uh, edition of Uncle Taylor's Unchained Universe, and give our review for. Uh, the grand final what do you boys think yeah, I'm, I'm cool with anything yeah have we got have we got um grand final predictions i'm gonna say upset Parramatta, and it'll be 28 26 Parramatta. mike acevo scoring a hat uh, scoring a, a two tries with Nathan Cleary giving getting a try as well. Nice. Uncle Taylor bet that's eighty five to one odds. I'm gonna go sixteen twelve and I'm gonna go Parramatta. And I'm gonna go uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Sixteen twelve Parramatta. Upset. Okay. Um, they're they're up against the Rabbitohs, aren't they? Uh, Just, no, Penrith. Penrith. Oh, Penrith. Penrith. So did, did Jacko... Okay, all right. You know what? I've tried not to heckle Jacko all episode. I've been a very good boy. Did Jacko not listen to when we had the review about the Rabbitohs getting beat 30-32-12 last night? I did heard Jacko it, did not, not absorb it. <laughs> no, <laughs> there you go. It. There he goes, so, guys. Um... In one ear, out the other, Jacko. So it is Penrith play Parramatta. Next Sunday okay. night. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Uh, I was already going to go Penrith. Um, I said that last podcast. So I'm going to say Penrith. And it's going to be uh, 18-12, I'm going to say. Logically that's, logically, that's the probably the right choice, I'd say, if we're really thinking probably logically. But me, I'm I'm, I'm craving a fucking upset and a drought breaker by Parramatta, so I'm going Parramatta. Same here. Parramatta, 28... So, Parramatta, 28-26, I think that's what I said. Mike Acevo to screw a double, Nathan Cleary to screw a try. Jesse said 16-12. Yep, that's it, 16-12. And Jackson has gone 18-12 for, Para, uh, for Penrith. So you've heard it here first for your for your Sunday multis. Back any one of us here, please gamble responsibly. JJ, I'm looking at you. Please gamble responsibly. Not not JJ, not Jesse Jackson. There's another guy in my work called JJ. I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, fucking gamble gun. <laughs> 
JJ, my friend from work, we're looking at you here. Not JJ Slapnuts here in the chat. <laughs> so before we wrap up, boys, is there anything that you guys want to share before we run? Um, good. That was pretty solid. Pretty solid podcast. Good job, it's boys. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Well, as always, we thank you very much for your support. Um, there's one thing that you guys don't know here, and this is going to come up as a bit of a shock for you. At the end of October, towards the middle of November, depending on the day, we're going to go into a little hiatus over summer, have a little bit of a break. Yeah, We've had a very good. successful and long podcast this season. Once the sport dries up, majority of the podcast stops. So, and the uh, gaming side of that kind of thing is is going to wrap up as well because the big releases are in you know, September, October, and the beginning of November. So we look forward to your support in 2023. Uh, but for the moment, we're looking and we will discuss a date. I just threw this. These two boys, hey, keep this in. These two boys don't know fucking jack shit about what I just said. But that's that's the idea we're thinking with. So um, thank you for your for your viewership tonight. Give us a little like and a follow here. Follow Jackson with his um, APH question time. Follow... Follow Jacko there. Uncle Jesse, where where can we find you, mate? Mate, I don't really have any fucking socials. They're all private, so you can follow me on here. You can find you can find me on the Unchained Podcast, mate. Find him on the Unchained Podcast. The Unchained Universe all revolves around Uncle Taylor's Wild Ride, where you're listening to this now. Thank you very much, boys, for your input and contribution. Have a wonderful night. And to our viewers as well, thank you very much for your support. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>